Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. about the world ending today it is already tomorrow in australia welcome to tc live where it is officially a new year for the tennis world down under players posting fireworks on their social media it's a celebration on the show today here is what's coming up over the next half hour truly the start of a new year for casper Ruud and paula pedosa pouring must win matchups for norway and spain at the united cup Plus, Rafa Nadal's summer down under started on a low note, while Iga Sviantec stayed on the up and up. We'll hear from both superstars. And what a difference a year is making for Novak Djokovic. We check in on the nine-time Australian Open champion who kicks off his new year in just a couple days. Day four of the United Cup from Sydney, Brisbane, and Perth at the top of the hour featuring Petra Kvitova, Kasper Ruud, and Paula Bedosa. Harriet Dart, once again, in position to close it out for Great Britain. Jason Goodall, Pam Shriver, Paul Anacone, and Chanda Rubin on the calls all night long. And get this, the New Year's celebrations popped off about 10 hours ago in the Sydney Harbor. We are less than seven hours away from the ball dropping in Times Square. It is time to ring in 2023 with our final TC Live of the year. 7,000 fireworks they had in Sydney. It cost $5.8 million. Great to have you with us, Steve Weissman. Back alongside Chanda Rubin and Prakash Amitraj. Uh, Million-dollar looks here on set as we are just <laughs> hours away from celebrating the new year. That means resolutions, and uh, I'm going to give you a little time tomorrow on the show, going to want your New Year's resolutions. I got a couple, Steve. One, I'm thrilled about. The other, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a okay. bit of a push. It's going to be a bit of a push. And I assume you're going to have some resolutions as well, Steve? Yeah, obviously. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Steve, are you going to tonight's festivities straight from here? Because, you, you, you know, you got the red, you got the jacket, and you're looking good. I feel like I need to get in a final workout of 2022 before I ring in. I got it. You know? You're speaking to me right Right? Come on now. Wife. You are That's kissing up to Prakash right now, and I won't stand Chand, it's my code. It is my code. <laughs> Let's catch up on day three from down under Rafa Nadal, making his season debut, taking on Cam Nori of Great Britain. Nori had never won a match with 0 for 10 in sets against Nadal, but it's a new year, Prakash. It really is. And look, even if he's 0-4, Nori comes in with that positive attitude, plays aggressive tennis, was trying to attack Nadal, didn't work out quite well in that first set, but... Stays with it, comes in, uses off those marvelous hands here, beautiful carving around the ball of that backhand volley. He's able to squeeze out the second set here, staying on the aggressive. You notice he's not playing too much defense. He's the one being the aggressive player, which is how you want to be if you're going to have any kind of a shot against Rafa Nadal. Goes into the third set here, pivotal game on Rafa's serve. Earlier in this game, actually, Rafa came in, big point. The ball clipped Rafa. The point continued. He stopped and said, no, it hit me. Marvelous sportsmanship there from Rafa, which you've seen quite a bit. Nori managed to get the break and held his nerve all the way through. Played some good defense here. Makes no mistake with this short forehand. And very impressive to get the victory. You don't know how many chances you're going to get to play an all-time great like Rafa. So when you get it, 
That's how you're going to feel. Keep that memory for life. Biggest win of Nori's career by ranking. Just the second Brit to ever defeat Rafa Nadal. Katie Swan kept that momentum going, getting her first top 100 win since last summer. So the pressure now on Paula Bedosa and Pablo Carina Busta. But first, let's hear from Nadal and Nori. I know it's his first match of the year, but yeah, it was a sick win. And he absolutely chopped me the last five or four times I've been I've played him so nice to get him um, once now and I really played well and, and uh, held my nerve throughout the match for me uh, I lost my match that's that's it no uh, <laughs> every time that I'm coming to a press conference it seems that <laughs> I have to retire <laughs> so you are very very interested on in my retirement so <laughs> I mean that's for the moment is not the case when the day when this day arrives I'm going to let you know, guys, but don't keep going with the retirement because I'm here to, to keep playing tennis. <laughs> uh, that, that is, that is the, the, the most perturbed that you will see from Rafa Nadal, trying to be nice about that. The man won two majors last year, Chanda. What are people doing asking him about retirement? I mean, it, it's sad to say that that is one of the questions, and I don't know how the question was asked exactly, but in whatever form, it would irritate you as a player, especially first match of the year. It was down to the wire, 6-4 in the third against another top player. I mean, why would you be asking him about retirement now uh, at this stage? I cannot understand. It's funny how the world works, you know, not just media, even people on social media. It's the minute you start losing a few matches, all of a sudden, it's, well, what do you think about Rafa, what do you think about Rafa? And look, the last thing you want to ever do, you talk about Rafa, you talk about Serena, you talk about Muhammad Ali, you talk about just the greats in any sport, the last thing you ever want to do is count them out. If anything, that's going to give them a little bit more of a fire. But as long as he's on the tennis court, doesn't matter who he's playing, he's got a shot. The biggest thing for us as fans who continue to want to appreciate and love him and his game, you got to stay healthy. Got to stay healthy. Let him do his thing. This man can get back to number one in the world. He's been dealing with this because of injuries for over a decade right now. He's the defending champion. He's the defending He's Australian, Australian Open champion. champion. Yeah. It's wild. Don't ask Rafa about <laughs> retirement. We're just laying it out there right now. Well, the last time we saw Alexander Zverev on court was that scary injury against Rafa Roland Garros. And the German back after six months to face Yuri Lehechka of the Czech Republic channel. Yeah, and it was just good to see Zverev back out on court. He looked healthy. He looked fit. He just wondered where the movement might be. And Lehechka started testing that movement early. Started extending some of the rallies. That one, one of the best of the match. And it comes at a pivotal moment. Allows Lehechka to take that first set. And he relaxed. This is a young player, just 21 years of age, who has been up and coming. Got into the top 100 for the first time earlier this year. And he's continued to move up the ranks. And he gave Zverev all the German could handle. And it was impressive. The way Lehechka kept coming and moving forward. He was attacking the net, aggressive, wasn't hesitating. So many points won up there at the net. And it allowed him to take this match in straight sets. A tremendous victory for this young player. Zverev with eight double faults was broken four times. Lehechka led nearly every statistical category. Then in a match between Wimbledon quarterfinalists, Marie Boskova defeated world number 65, Yula Niemeyer. So her squad on the verge of checkmate. Top player Petschka Vitova can close it out today. To Brisbane we go. Beatrice Haddad Maya leading Brazil. Coming off a season with two titles, nearly 50 wins at a career-high 15 in the world. Had no trouble against Norway, Prakash. Well, here's one of those players we really have to keep an eye out for this year. Haddad Maya had a career year last year, especially the final to Toronto. 
uh, defeating Iga Swiatek along the way. Played some good tennis here, showed why she had such a good year last year, strong off that forehand and backhand side, and really stepping inside the baseline here, keeping the aggression on her player, as you're seeing here on the return of serve. A good opportunity for Helgo, able to mix it up with some of the best in the world. She's ranked 319 in the world, so doesn't really get these kind of opportunities against the best. Surely a great learning experience for her. But uh, just a little bit too good from the Brazilian at the end of the day. Showing some nice hands here to close pretty comfortable 6-4, 6-2 victory out. The Helgo Hell stop. This match is over now. Straight set 6-4, 6-2 for Bia. Casparu is going to try and keep his nation's hopes alive. No player other than Rude is ranked in the top 300 for Team Norway. So a lot on the shoulders of Kasparud. Maytop Poland playing Kazakhstan, the reigning WTA Player of the Year. Iga Sviantek said first matches of the season are always rusty. Chanda, if this is rusty, the rest of the tour better look out for another record-setting season. It may be a tough season for the field if Sviantek continues to play this type of tennis. I mean, she came out comfortable just picking up where she left off in 2022. Putin is a player with experience who has the ability to extend rallies and stay in points, but she could do very little of that against Iga stepping in that time in the backhand doing the damage at 6-1 first set and the second couldn't save it looked like she was in there early in the second set but Shiantek again off of both sides just dominating and the serve she handled it over and over again stepping inside the baseline taking it on the line didn't give Putin Saba many places to go to and it was just another very clean mature confident performance from Iga Shiantek 22 ground stroke winners 17 off that wicked forehand I'm really happy that I won my first match of the season and last of this year because uh, it would be pretty sad if I would finish this year with a loss. So I'm happy that um, I played a solid match and on important moments I really could be proactive and, um, and win. Finishes off 2022 with a victory. Alexander Bublik will face Polish star Hubie Hercoc in the number one men's singles match. Hercoc leads that head-to-head 3-1 as it is tied at one apiece between Poland and Kazakhstan heading into tonight's action. Still to come on this New Year's Eve edition of TC Live, Venus Williams beginning the new year in the same place. Her sister Serena won her very last title. We'll tell you where Queen V is warming up for the Aussie Open. Don't go anywhere. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Chanda Prakash, Steve, back on TC Live. Two-time Wimbledon champion Petra Kvitova getting ready to face Laura Sigmund today. Kvitova, in my opinion, still one of the most underrated comeback stories in all of sports history. Said making the Aussie Open final in 2019 was more meaningful than her major victories. On the treadmill, we will see her, Jason Goodall. Chanda Rubin on the call for that one. TC Live at the Australian Open begins Sunday, January 15th. 5 o'clock Eastern. It is your only two-hour pregame show. Chanda's heading to Melbourne. Myself, Prakash, Hall of Famer Lindsey Davenport, and John Wertheim will be with you with all the highlights, interviews, and big stories from the year's first major. 
Prakash said he had uh, one of his resolutions down. Chanda, you, you've had a little time to think. Uh, have you come up with anything? Steve, you said tomorrow. I know. Yeah. I got you. I like I got it. Okay. Staying strong. Oh, yeah. Making the Don't people wait until the first. In, in the middle of the show, Steve. I thought I perhaps you. I'd get the mind working. You know, the wheels turning. It's always turning. <laughs> it's always... <laughs> Can't wait. That's a good tease for tomorrow's show. The resolutions are going to be fire. Uh, to Perth we go. 11th meeting between two former top 10 players in Grigor Dimitrov and David Gofafrika. Rematch of the 2017 Nitto Finals Finals. Dimitrov looking a little bit more like his best self in this match, dictating with the forehand and finishing at the net. That's what I love to see him do. I think sometimes in the past he's gotten a little bit too caught up in playing nice rallies from the baseline and just not looking to end things at the net. Here you see what could have been one of the hot shots of the day. Not sure if it's going to be the hot shot. Let's see later in the show. But lovely hands here. Flicks it over Gaffan's head. Flips in. Again, cut a rally from the baseline all the way through. This time when he's back his backhand well, too. You know he's a threat. Forehand's obviously his best shot. But when that shot's coming in, it's a good day for Grigor Dimitrov. Manages to not let things escalate into a tie break. Closes things out 7-5 in the second set. I think a really great match for him moving forward in this season. At the serve firing as well, 10 aces won about 80% of the points behind his first serve. Alison Van Utvank put Belgium on the board, so it is one all entering tonight's action. What can Elisa Mertens do for Belgium? Zizou is also playing tonight, and then we may have the Mertens go fat in mixed doubles. We know how good Elisa is when it comes to the doubles court. Croatia facing Argentina, 2022 comeback player of the year. Born at George, for even more this season. Chad is starting well against Francisco Sorondolo. Yeah, George would get that first set. Tough battle. And Sorondolo turned things around in the second, got up the early break, and it looked like we might be going three here. But George struck back, and that backhand is money in the bank. It is a beautiful shot. The way he produces it, he was able to immediately get the break after holding serve and really battling well here. Playing confident tennis, stepping in when he needed to, and when he had the opportunities, he didn't hesitate. And that's some of the tennis we saw from Torch earlier this year. So he's picking up right where he left off. Torch says his goal is to reach the top 10 this year, career high is 12. Also said he's known Donna Bekic since they played a under 10s event in Zagreb back in the day. They've supported each other through surgeries the past couple years. Bekic getting a victory yesterday to put Croatia on the verge of victory. Two love entering tonight's action. Still to come on the show, we look back at a 2022 to remember for Greek number one, Maria Sakkari. Obviously, I think I started the year, you know, very hot. Magnificent finish to a brilliant tennis match. Delight for Maria Sakkari, the top seed. The first three months were great for me. I had a few finals, semifinals, and... I was doing very good. And she can hardly believe it. Maria Sagri is through to the biggest final of her career. You can see how much this means to Maria Sagri. Tears of joy. The highlight of my season was getting to world number three from the months. The Hellenistic heroics of this Greek players being pretty strong and consistent. After Indian Wells, it was an ideal. Started, you know, feeling the pressure. Maria Sagri has been in excellent form in recent times. Bob, a big surprise that Maria's gone down in three sets there. It was not easy just to, you know, come back and find myself again. A disappointment for Zachary. But I'm happy that in Mexico I could just 
raise my level and just be myself once again. Sakari in straight sets moves through to her fourth final of 2022. I believe that if I try to keep that same fighting spirit, I think great things are going to come for me. Maria Sakari was the last to clinch a spot into the WTA final, and she's the first one into the semifinals. I'm Maria Sakari, and that was my 2022. Well, in her first match of the new season, just a couple days ago, her only issue came uh, with the creatures flying around her hair bun. As you know, Chad, you don't mess with that soccery bun. You do not. That is sacred ground there. It has gotten her a lot of wins. <laughs> it, it certainly has. I mean, geez, what's going on? Uh, let's take a look. Uh, this is great, by the way. it to him. Well done. Well done by the graphics department. Got to a career high, number three in March. Four finals last season. Got to the 40-win landmark for the first time in her career. We'll look to get to the quarterfinals of the Australian Open for the very first time in a couple of weeks. What's trending on social media? Well, Queen V starting her 30th pro season in Auckland. Uh, her hitting partner there is a Kiwi. Connor Williamson played college tennis at Winthrop University and uh, said, fun hit. Still waiting on that green card with a, a ring emoji, Prakash. What's up with that? Shoot your shot, player. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You, you, you get out there with Queen V, especially when she looks like she's drinking that Benjamin Button juice. She's just getting younger and younger. The way she's looking, I'm not mad at him. Shoot your shot. Go out the wedding ring. See what happens. I wonder if he said that to her face, though, because it's one thing to put that proposal in a tweet. It's another thing to get down on one knee and make it real. Shannon, you tell me, listen, do you lose points if, you, if you're not, you don't have the courage to do it in person, and then know. you go quietly kind of, you know, DM it or tweet it later. Slide that in. I don't know. I don't know. It's looking to be King Connor with Queen V right there. We'll, we'll see what happens for, uh, for young Williamson. Hmm. See if he gets another practice hit with Venus either. Uh, Novak Djokovic, happy to be back in Australia. In Adelaide, place where he won his third ever ATP title. That was back in 2007, Shanda. Uh, it is good. It's great to have Novak Djokovic back in Australia to play the uh, AO. I mean, it, he was a real loss earlier this year. And just to have everything just so calm and kind of going about things business as usual, I think that's an even better sign for, for Djokovic. He played terrific tennis when he did play uh, this past season. So looking forward to see what he does additionally this coming season. He's, he's all calm on the surface, all smiles. But let me tell you, when the Australian Open starts, he's going to go Denzel in training day on him. I mean, he's going to give him the King Kong ain't got nothing on me. He's going to go for number 10. As, as hungry as you can get, he was the most dominant player when he played last year, which is a weird thing. You think about Nadal, Alcaraz, and him as, as people who had shots to be number one. So this guy, even though he's done so much, I mean, he's coming over with a bit of a chip. He's got something to prove this month. Chad, does he get back to number one? And if so, how quickly? Uh, I think he does. I, I think there is the best chance that with the way we saw him playing, and now he has something to shoot for a little bit. He's got a little more motivation, and that doesn't often happen to players who are, you know, in that realm uh, with, with so many wins and, and so many uh, accomplishments. Check your schedules. TC Live a little later tomorrow, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. We also have WGA action from Adelaide, some blockbuster first-round matchups there. Of course, second street screen coverage on T2 and TC+. Plus. It is all coming your way. Team USA back in action. We are leading up to the top of the hour with Chanda and Jason calling our first match.
Petra Kvitova looking to lock it down for the Czech Republic. Ruben Amitraj Weissman back on TC Live and uh, Team Brazil. First time they've seen a live camera, apparently. Uh, reminder, make tennis.com your online information source throughout Tennis Channel Summer Down Under. All the live match scoring, stats, draws, rankings, in-depth stories as well. Visit tennis.com today. Maybe we'll talk about this, too. Brazil. Hot shot of the day, and we go back. To Nadal and Nori for gosh, take well, us through it. Well, listen, this has to be something pretty special to beat out that Dimitrov flick, but Rafa manages to do it. Three, five downs, a lot of pressure on him, attacks the net here, and check the form on this first volley. Gets down nice, firm wrist, covers the line, just like the great Aussies of the past would have wanted him to do. Rafa looking like a, like a real net player out there. By the way, a very underrated part of his game. Exceptional net skills out there, and a lovely carve, little Thanksgiving carving on that volley. Still keeping the turkey going. United Cup. We've got all the action for you today. It starts with Kvitova. We got Casper Ruud in action. Kiwi Hercotch, Alexander Bublik, Bedosa, Pablo Carina Busta. Plus, we got action from Adelaide. Let's, let's talk about some of these matches. Start with Casper Ruud. Injured his ankle. Had to withdraw from the Aussie Open last year. He can get to number one in the world by the end of the summer down under. I know we talked about Djokovic getting to one. Casper Ruud can do it. Could have done it at the U.S. Open. Does he do it? I, I don't think so. If you're looking for a straight-up answer, I don't think so. There are, I think, other players with just a little bit more juice that are going to do better than him at the Australian Open. But it's a great surface for him. He's one of those guys that just gives you everything on all surfaces. We've seen that. We know how good he is on clay, finals of the French. We know how good he is on a hard court, finals of the U.S. Open. But it's just, can he, can he keep stepping up? He has improved various facets of his game. He's attacking the net more now, has a lot more juice on that serve. So just let's see if that belief keeps rising as well. Yeah, and I think this will be a real test for him playing, you know, in, on this surface. You know, how much confidence will he have? He has improved as a hard court player. He's gotten, you know, better at being a little more aggressive at adjusting his court positioning. We know how quick he is, how fit he is around the court. And so I think all those things are check marks in his favor. And the fact that, you know, he's willing at times to use the forehand and be a little more aggressive. And I think that's going to be key on these courts. So how well can he do in Australia and at the Australian Open specifically? That's what I'm going to be looking for. But he's got a real shot. I mean, when you consider how he plays and he's somewhat under the radar with, you know, Djokovic back and Nadal and all these other guys. Last hot take of 2022, Cash going to get to number one in the world. Huh. Is that your hot take? Yeah, last hot take of the year. He's getting to number one in the world. Okay. I, mean, I don't know if he'll stay there, but he's going to get to number one in the world. Just clip that. Yeah, clip so that off. that bag just yep. in case. Yeah. yeah. It's going to happen. I love uh, hot takes. Right? Hot takes are great. Hot cakes. Even better. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay, what kind Looking of hot cakes? Because you don't eat them. You don't eat oh, hot no. cakes. Oh, we'll do what you did. Protein, yeah, protein pancakes, cakes, right? right? And they stack up to about here. What? I'm telling okay. you. You blueberries in them, what? Uh, no. Just straight up like buckwheat? Buttermilk. 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 You know what it is. A little syrup, a little butter. So good. Well, we'll, have a, we'll have a breakfast for, uh, yeah. for New Year's tomorrow. Ready, love, Looking ready, forward ready. to that. Uh, let's get back on track here. Paula Bedosa, <laughs> Harriet Dart. Uh, Harriet Dart can close it out for the Brits, but Bedosa, listen, she got to a career high number two in the world last year. 
what do what do we think of Bedosa's 2023? What's she going to do for us this year? And, you know, that's a little bit of the question. You know, she finished 2022. You know, it was interesting, a little up and down. She had some physical issues in some matches, you know, breathing issues. I wonder here to start this season where she'll be kind of in these first matches going into Australia. Harriet Dart, she's confident, and she has beaten Bedosa recently. So she has to feel like she can go in there and take it to uh, the Spaniard again. But I think for Bedosa, this is a match where she can prove a few things to herself and get that little extra motivation. She's always tough to beat. We've got the United Cup. We also have the WTA Adelaide event with, I mean, an absolutely stacked draw. One of the first-round matchups features two former Grand Slam champions, Garbina Muguruza and Bianca Andrescu. What do you make of this one? Well, look, I mean, look, all the matches that we've got today might be my most favorite one that we're looking forward to here. I mean, it's not often you get two Grand Slam champs facing off in the first round of a pre-Grand Slam event. Look, I've made it very clear over the last several years. I am a giant fan of Bibi Andrescu, and I think her not being completely healthy and just being in the right mental state of mind to be able to play the kind of tennis that won her that U.S. Open, I think it's hurt the game. She plays a very dynamic style of play. When she won that U.S. Open, serving, volleying, attacking the net, just so exciting. And, and she's a real star. I think we have a handful of real stars out there who transcend even the sport and bring that mass appeal audience to the game. And is one of them. So I'm really hoping that this year she's able to stay healthy, continue to play. She took a bit of a mental break from the game last year. And when she came back, she seemed reinvigorated. Garbina has really picked up her game as well last year. So hoping for fireworks to start things off this year, but, but we'll see. Yeah, I think, you know, Garbina Muguruza, she's been a little bit of an unknown uh, factor as well because there are times when she plays incredible tennis and, you know, she's on it. And then other times where she doesn't seem to be enjoying herself as much out there. And that, I think, is a balance. Maybe the start of this new season, she'll kind of feel re-energized, re-motivated because she is a big hitter and she's such a dynamic player. This will be an interesting match against Andrescu, who does have a little more variety, who can hit the angles, who can hit short, hit the little drop shots change the height of the ball, and that is going to give Muguruza problems. So we'll see kind of what comes to bear in that match, but Andrescu certainly has been an exciting player to watch. We'll have that match 7.30 Eastern right here on Tennis Channel. Some of the other first-round matchups there, Rybakina Collins, Anna Samova, Kuder Matova, Ostapenko, Pliskova. These are first-round matchups in Adelaide. Petra Kvitova starts our coverage tonight, though. She is on the court right now, coming off her 30th top five win. So we got Jesse Pagula gets Laura Sigamund Chanda. You'll be calling this match with Jason. Uh, who do you think is going to take it? Petra Kvitova looked good. She's confident getting that last match under her belt, and this has been a good matchup for her with her weapons. I think you still got a favor of Kvitova here. All right, Happy New Year, everybody. Last TC Live of 2022. Stay safe. Watch tennis all night. We'll see you in 2023 for Channing Prakash. I'm Steve. Thanks for watching TC Live.